Welcome back to the Barrel Talk Podcast, this is episode 84. I'm joined with Connor Carson's Nick Wynn. How we doing? Yeah, we back. What's the podcast called again? Barrel Talk. It's been a long fucking time. Been too long. It ain't been that long. It ain't been that long. I mean, like 4th of July and everything, you know, you guys got to give us some. We did have a lot of stuff leeway. going on. A lot of stuff going. You know, too much stuff going. I bought a whole ass house. You know, couldn't do anything. You bought a house. Yeah, and then sold it. Just because I was bored. It's that one you got. Did you, did, did you profit? <laughs> God, no. In this <laughs> market? Are you yeah, shitting you me? Could. Okay, uh, good. <laughs> you sold it to me. That means. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. I right, got Isaac going? to talk about uh, talk Super about actual character barrel. Breaker. Or did you did you work today? No. Yeah, I did, but we're not gonna talk about it. I right, word word word. All right. Let's get it. Let's get into it. Yeah. Day, I guess. Yeah. But it's been a minute, so we got a lot to talk about. So we're gonna start out with Chris Paul to the Warriors and Kristaps to the Celtics. Connor, word. give you the floor about the whole Kristaps trade. <laughs> I didn't even think it was going to happen. They they got declined, or it didn't go through the first time. We were sitting wasn't at it, poker. Yeah, wasn't there like an alternate version of the trade that was supposed to happen? It was supposed yeah. to be Malcolm Brogdon. Before. Brogdon was supposed to be in it. He was supposed to go to uh, the Wizards. No, the Clippers. There you go, Clippers. And he has a uh, he had like a lingering elbow injury that I guess he didn't pass his physical or something because they said, <laughs> or you know, I think he did it on purpose to stay with us. So I think he's he's slick for that because he knows we're going to be something next year. He's like, I ain't going to the Clippers. Fuck all that. They got too many guards. I was like, I don't understand. So he stayed. We get Christos Porzingis. I mean, a player that was like damn near written off a couple of years ago when he first got to uh, Washington. How long has he been in Washington? Two two years? Three years? Yeah. Two. About the, hey, two. Somewhere around there. He's putting up. He was putting up good numbers. I mean, no one really talks about him because he's in Washington and they suck. But he's still a great player. He's going to help us a lot. Um, <clears throat> he's another rim protector that's going to help us a lot. Um, I think he's going to probably end up starting at the five, which would help us a lot. And we'll probably run Rob Will off the bench, which I have no problem with. Um, we don't have Marcus Smart anymore, which kind of sucks, but we'll get into that later. And I don't know. I like it a lot. I, I think it's going to help us a lot. It's going to stretch the floor a lot for us, considering he can shoot the three. So it's going to take uh, a lot of centers that are going to go out to the perimeter, and it's going to make uh, Jason Tatum a lot easier to get to the rim. So I don't know. I like I like it a lot. Um, I think we're going to be – we just reload. I mean, last year we yeah. lost, got Malcolm Brogdon. Now we lost, got Christoph Porzingis. We're just getting better every year. It just depends on if we produce or not. So I think the East is going to be super tough next year. And I don't know. I think we could still finish with a one or two seed. I like it a lot. I also do like the trade. I do. It does suck that you have to give up Marcus Smart, who apparently mm-hmm. you guys said that you weren't even looking to trade him, and then all of a sudden the next like two days you trade him, which sucks. It's a, it's a cold world, but it's a business. It's a business. I think if you guys were to go back, like when the trade happened, I think you guys would have waited now, because like we're getting to later with the whole Damian Lillard shit, like. Every trade that's probably happened with contending teams probably would have been on hold now because everybody would have been trying to get Damian Lillard, especially you guys, because Jason Tatum's recruiting him. But mm-hmm. you guys He's do trying. have yeah, you guys do have Kristaps now. He's with the he's basically the replacement because you could put Kristaps in a world at the four. Yeah. Like you were oh, running out Horford. Yeah. 
and you can have you can Rob run, Wolf start. Uh, I think you could do that. I think that's going to get a little clunky just because how – I think you'd run – you would definitely run Rob at the four just because how smaller he is than Christos. Because Christos, what, like 7'3"? Yeah. We haven't had a – that's the biggest guy I've seen on the Celtics in a fat minute. So I think he's going to be – he's going to help us for rebounding a lot. We are – a team who was getting out rebounded a lot because Al Horford was our only rebounding guy and Jason Tatum basically. So um thinking having him, he can throw outlet passes and everything. Uh yeah, the Marcus Smart thing, sad. I mean, we drafted him and everything, but uh, hey man, it's a business. It's a business. I like Marcus Smart. I mean, I wish I would have <clears> saw <throat> Jalen Brown go other than him, but I mean it is what it is. I think it does. It it's also, I feel like, something that needed to happen. Like obviously Marcus Smart was the heart and soul, but at the same time, I felt like any time game winner, like time to make a shot late game, Marcus Smart was taking it over Jason Tatum. It just, yeah, I'm not saying it weird. was like, it was like drawing up for Marcus Smart or whatever. It just ended up happening like every time you guys were in late game situations. Very and it could have just ran its course with Boston, especially him. I mean, he's in another good situation in Memphis to where like he's they need Memphis him. A lot. <laughs> yeah. I think, it'll, I think it'll help Memphis a lot. It's going to be interesting to what they do with them. Um, considering they have Ja and Bain, so and Bain just signed a bag, so I don't know. Well, is Ja so Ja suspended how many games? Twenty five. Twenty five. So they're gonna run Bain and Smart for at least twenty five games, uh, and then after that, I think Marcus will probably take a backseat and go to the bench. Um, if he, he wants could. to win, if he wants They're to win, just, he should do that. He'll just take the Tyus Jones role. <clears throat> take the Tyus Jones role. Do all that because they're. I don't see a world where they're running all three of them. Well, I have a better defense. And- well, who, as much you can't side, run, but... you can't run any three of those people at the three. Maybe with Marcus Smart, you can just because of how good of a defender he is. Maybe you could I run that. I, I think that would be their closing lineup with them three, Triple J and Steven Adams. Because they really don't have now a that true, they just lost. Now that they just lost Dylan Brooks, they don't really have a true three that would step in and start for them right away. So I would not be shocked if they were to, soon as Jaw comes back, still, especially if Desmond Bain and Smarts have it going, run all three of them because you're stout defensively with Triple J, Marcus Smart, and Stephen Adams. It's just going to be kind of tough if you got to have someone. I'm trying to think like who else do they have off the bench? Like, like Aldama, <laughs> if you start Aldama off your bench. I mean, if you want to do Roddy and uh Lofton, if they're even gonna play next season, Roddy no, will don't. probably get minutes because yeah, he got Roddy minutes the, he got minutes in the playoffs, so I'm yeah. expecting him to play. Kenneth Lofton probably not, which sucks because I actually like really like Kenneth Lofton. You uh, could they're still yeah, like they don't have Tyus Jones anymore. They have like I'm trying to think like We'll get into it later, but there's still so many like other free agents. This is just from like our perspective right now. They'll probably go pick up a three. Like they still have Zaire Williams, who's just still super young guy who they could mm-hmm. slide in that role. And he's who was, like six like, nine. Starting last year, I don't understand. And like who I don't know why he took. Like why did they stop playing him? It didn't really make any sense. They, he he was damn near starting <laughs> games and then just fell out of the lineup. I want to say he had a. I want to say he had an injury, and then kind of just followed the rotation, and then Roddy kind of took those minutes that he was getting. Very weird. I think the Grizzlies are in a good spot, though. Uh, yeah, I think Grizzlies and Boston definitely won the move. I think, and I think Washington, like people are like, oh, Washington kind of got fleeced, and like they're like rebuild, and we'll talk about it when we get to the Chris you Paul. Can't, like, you can't get fleeced when you're rebuilding. No, I mean, it's. You're just like I mean, you, okay, you can, but like it's not. <clears throat> they didn't get fleeced to the point where. Like they're fucked. 
Like they're just they're just rebuilding, dude. They're yeah. just getting rid of all the players that don't want to be there anymore. Like besides fucking Kuzma for some reason. Kuzma just got and, his back, but like they pick up Tyus Jones and another pick. They got the thirty fifth pick out of it, and I, and then what? What also they got from like getting rid of? Um, I mean, deal and everything. I think you got at least a high twenty wins, twenty nine, thirty, yeah, something like that for the Wiz. I mean, I don't see them obviously contending at all. I don't see them being as horrible as people think, though. No, I don't think they're going to be like worst team in the league horrible. No. No. I think that's going to be like probably like the Spurs still. Maybe not. Okay, maybe not. Mm. Like Portland. We'll see. We'll see. Portland will be Portland. pretty bad. Probably Portland. But we can get into the Chris Paul trade because now I've had a good minute to like really think about it. When it happened, I was surprised. And it's crazy. Now it came out today. Damian Lillard wanted to come to the Warriors would have been on yep. those. Bullshit! It we would. Yeah, I think that's list. a lie. I think, I think that's, that's such a lie. a lie. But I think they just wanted clicks off that. Yes, but Chris Paul, um, sucks getting rid of Jordan Poole because we've seen him like develop in the Warrior system from G Leaguer to good good bench guy to great starter for us when we needed him to. I mean, he can definitely score, but I think the Draymond punch kind of ruined everything that happened last year. I'm not obviously not everything, but I think that kind of had a morale killer in the locker room. Like you couldn't really go past that. And well, like, did you, Jordan... hear, did you hear about how it started? Like, yeah. The actual conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like, wasn't it something that like you, Draymond was going to be on the wizards or something. Some other, something about the wizards. He was going to be on. It was about the King. It was about the Kings. And he said <laughs> something about like Draymond getting females at Michigan state or whatever, or something uh... like that. <clears throat> and then he punched Jordan pool, which I, it, obviously we weren't there. We can't say if it was warranted or not, but on face value, I do like the trade. When you look at our problems last year, um, Chris Paul is older. We know about the injury concerns, but when you look at the problems last year, it was the minutes without Curry on the court. We were like the best offense in the NBA when he was on, the worst when he was off. Couldn't really we even like Draymond said it on like other podcasts. We got too predictable and everything else with our offense. We didn't really have anything else to go to. Chris Paul adds a whole different element and pick and roll in our offense that we didn't have because people. People got to the point where, especially in that Lakers series, you got to the point when you're playing a team fucking almost seven times, like you're going to know what's going on. Like you're going to know where they're going to go. You know who's going to fuck up. You know who's not going to fuck up. So in that stuff, you have someone like Chris Paul who's going to come in and be part of your closing lineup. And Curry can run off the ball and everything. Like I think it'll be – I think it's a very good thing for you guys to have someone like him. Yeah. It'll help a lot. Mm-hmm. Especially somebody who's not going to turn the ball over. And now... Those are one of your biggest problems. Yes. Fucking turnovers. And mainly, Jordan Poole was causing a lot of turnovers. He was very turnover prone, and he was a liability defensively. Turnovers and empty possessions just off bad shots and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, because he's... I don't know. Jordan Poole is not a typical point guard. He is also someone you need off the ball. Yeah. So, like, him and Washington, since they have Tyus Jones, like, he can be off the ball the whole time because I'm guessing he's going to start. Yeah. So he'll be over there. He'll be like a 25 to 20 point score. I mean, if he just keeps doing his thing. But yeah, your guys' death lineup, if you guys want to have it, you got CP3, Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins. Looney. Wiggs, Wig. That's who it is. So you run Draymond at the three still, and or not the three, the five. And I don't know. It'll be a lot of help. I think it'll be cool. Hopefully, Draymond and fucking, I hope Draymond and Chris Paul don't butt heads. I don't think they will. I think get us getting Chris. I don't think Draymond was leaving anyways, but I think us getting no, Chris Paul. So like, 
entice Draymond to still come back and everything. I just think it's it's gonna work. I just think it's gonna work. It's gonna be very dangerous to see like when Chris Paul's on the court and you have Clay and Curry off ball, like because I'm not gonna lie, like in the playoffs, Jordan Poole became unplayable. Yep. Just because of like how he was our only other real shot creator on that team. I felt like once Wiggins came back in the playoffs, he was still good, but he already missed so much time throughout the season to where he was still kind of out of rhythm almost. But now I think Chris Paul is just going to – I'm not saying he's going to move our needle to like, oh, we're fucking back or anything, but I think he's going to help us clean up a lot of the little shit that we have had problems with in the past season. And I think he could definitely do that. I think Curry is going to have a crazy season if, if he stays healthy. Like this is if there was a season for him to win MVP again, it's probably next season just because he is going to be off the ball or he should be like you're going to get Chris Paul for at least 15 and 10, 15 and 11. Like that's especially on our lot, team. And a lot of those a lot of those assists are going to probably come off of screens, hella illegal screens to uh, Steph Curry and just shooting threes and probably averaging 30 something points a game. So I don't know. I think it's going to be good for you guys. You'll definitely be a top three seed. You should be. In the West, it just depends on if everybody stays healthy and everything. I also I like Jordan Poole on Washington, though. I think he's yeah. going to spread his wings there. But go ahead, Nick. I honestly, I didn't see this coming. I thought Jordan Poole was like the next, not like Curry in that sense, but like no, I just like yeah. lifer, if you ask people a year not ago. lifer. I don't know. I just thought he was the next up in like the Warrior system. You didn't think they were going to get rid of him? No, I I didn't think, he, especially not this fast. I thought he was going to be there at least a few more years. Like, I think maybe. after I think after that playoff run he had a really short leash that was yeah, it probably, probably they were yeah. like hey man like this is it is what it is we're going to get they, Chris Paul. Like, was, also, it, was it mike dunley that was <clears throat> whoever your gm that said man we're gonna we're gonna keep jordan pool for at no, least four more owner. years that was, was the, the owner. that's the owner yeah <laughs> and um <laughs> two days later cold, he's gone it's same thing world. with marcus smart it's a yeah, cold yeah, world it's, it's a cold world um, i will say though like i feel like jordan pool maxi and hero were in the same spot where if they underperform slightly, <laughs> they were getting moved because they didn't want to pay them. Like you see what they're doing with maybe Jonathan not Maxi. I think Maxi might be a, a sixer lifer. Unless if you ask anybody a year ago, Jordan might be. was. He might be. Unless they're doing some crazy like weird trade that they want to get done, like for Paul George or something. Yeah, but like, yeah. like Corey just said, I would have said the same thing about Jordan Poole a year ago. But like, yeah, we I just come I, off. Obviously, we come off the chip, but like still. Yeah, that you use a lifer, but yeah. I do think you should temper expectations about CP3, though. Oh, I am. Um, <laughs> it's not gonna like it's not gonna, it's not gonna move. Fifteen and crazy. I, I heard Connor say fifteen and ten. That's a little. That's a little favorable. I, I, I think you should expect more like fifteen and ten. 10 I think and, I need. I think two of, greatest, two of the greatest shooters ever. I mean, yeah, maybe. I he, I'm, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm I'd just, rather see Chris Paul give me like twelve look, and seven. I'm especially down on the points. I don't think he, I don't think that dude can do anything. I think he can anymore. get you 15. Yeah, on our starting, system, as a maybe, maybe, maybe. You yeah. know how many mid ranges he's gonna hit? Yeah, too many. I, I trust me, man. I've seen too many. He does so many fucking mid ranges. I like, think you know the oops to Wiggins, bro. Oh man, these are gonna be great. I think it's gonna be a little bit easier for Chris Paul because of like the gravity that Clay Thompson and Curry have yeah, on the maybe. court. So I think compared to like y'all system to where like it's him and D book with a rock in their hand 99% of the time. And everybody else is watching basically, even when they got KD, it still felt like D book and Chris Paul had the ball in their hand. But like, mm-hmm. I think Chris Paul is going to get all probably the most open shots he's had in his career yeah. because of Curry and Clay Thompson <coughs> and gravity. 
And he's not going to be, he's not going to be like Draymond has a playmaker and be like scared to go get a bucket. Like Chris Paul, he can shoot the ball. Like he can still score the ball. It's just like his, the main thing is more how many minutes he's going to be playing. Like the big question is like, is he going to come off the bench or not? Stuff like that. I think he does come off the bench at least to start the year, but closing lineups, I think he will be in there. Yeah. You guys will run your closing lineup like (laughs) usual. Like if it's, if it's a close game, like Kevon Looney will take a take a seat. He'll play three quarters, have about thirty rebounds, mm-hmm. and take a seat. But yeah, I mean, I th- I like the trade for both sides. We obviously got to see what happens with the Warriors if they stay healthy. But mm-hmm. we can dabble into some free agency stuff. It's been interesting to see. Oh yeah, what's been y'all most surprising? I guess who. Who has been y'all like slight winners in terms of contracts and shit like that in teams that have made moves throughout the draft? Winners? Because I yeah. I got I got a winner. Like you go ahead. Like you go ahead. Yeah. Obviously, like people are gonna say the Lakers. I've been seeing the Lakers like oh they dominate for agency, but I think Dallas low key, solid solid like all season so far. They brought back Seth Curry, which is another guard that they trust. They got Rashawn Holmes for basically nothing for moving back two spots, and I think Rashawn Holmes should have been playing in Sacramento. Me and you, should, he should have. No, he should have. He should have been. He and then he's more of a a center that like thrives with Luca because he's somebody who you just run pick and roll with and throw lobs to. I would love Rashawn Holmes in Phoenix instead of DeAndre. Rashawn Holmes is awesome. See, that's the I like him in Dallas. They got Derek Lively. Who can do, who's a center who can do a little bit of everything. I think he's going to fit nice around Luca. And then, oh, they almost snagged up Matisse Thibel, uh, but they got, got matched because we were, yeah. when we were about to do the pot, I was thinking, man, I'm going to talk about how they got Matisse Thibel. Great pickup for them. Portland, Portland said no, no. And they still got Tim Hardaway. So I, I think they're having a low key and they brought back Kyrie, which was priority number one for them. They yeah. also signed uh, Grant Williams. Yes, they did get Grant Williams. They just got him last night. No, we lose Grant Williams. Which and I think he's going to be huge for them because of, like, Grant Williams is somebody you throw on the bronze and the KDs and the Kawhis. He's going to be a spot-up. He'll, he'll be a spot-up shooter. It's and another he, guy. Yeah. It's like we've, we've said a million times. you got to get certain people to play with Luka. So, like, just like you got to get certain players to play with Braun. Like, you need these guys who, when they attack the rim and they got a, they got their pivot foot, where am I looking? Who's open? I'm getting doubled, bro. I'm getting tripled, damn near. I got 60 points. Like, who's who's going to be open? And Grant Williams can be open. Like, uh, Seth Curry, again, he said he's been there. Tim Hardaway Jr., he's a good shooter. Like, they just, they're trying to get people around them. What They did get rid of, what, Davis? Yeah. Which, I mean, tra- isn't, like, yeah, a big deal. It's not huge. Especially who if you cares? bring in Grant Williams, who's a better defender yeah. and can shoot the ball as well at that four spot. You got him in there. I think, I mean, low-key, they should probably bring back Christian Wood. But it like, depends on how I don't think that fit works anymore because of they haven't like got him back yet. I do so think what, what's their mock starting lineup gonna be? Luca, Kyrie, Tim. No, nah, they had Tim off the bench last year. They did. Because they don't have Reggie Bullock or Dorian or Wood. Maybe you so go you got, you got Luca and Kara Kyrie, and then where do you go from there? I think you go Luca Kyrie. Does Grant start? You probably go Grant, and then you go Kleba, and then you go Holmes. This man, Maxie, always somehow be starting. I don't get it. He, <laughs> he, was hurt. Just... he was hurt majority of last year. Yeah, he like did some of his Achilles. 
So I think that's their five. And then when you have Luka and Kyrie, I think that's a solid enough five. And then you have Lively off your bench with Tim Hardaway Jr., who's a microwave. But mm-hmm. I think they're having a low-key offseason You don't think so they'll start far. Seth? No, I think you bring Seth off your bench, and then you have, like... A lot of ooh, shooters coming off the bench. That's that's what you need to play with Luka. But uh-huh. mm, they still have time in free agency. Like, there's, like, I think yeah, there's still a since lot of they missed out on um, Matisse Seibel, who was probably going to play that three spot for him, yeah, I think they could still go get, like, Kelly Oubre, who's still available, who averaged a solid 20 last year and could also fit well around Luka and Kyrie. And no, I haven't heard anything about Kelly Oubre. About him going anywhere. I thought, I thought they were going to get Dylan right. Brooks. I thought that was going to be their their guy. I thought he was going to help them at the three. But, I mean, for some reason, the Rockets wanted him. But we'll talk about the Rockets later. And it's it's interesting. I think they're like my one team so far that I'm looking at that nobody's really talking about because they've done pretty much everything right and revamped that roster. I don't really have any, like, losers or, like, winners. It's kind of just like – like just teams are kind of just like revamping like it's just i you could even say that like the bucks are winners just cuz they're bringing back their main pieces same with the kings I mean, the Is kings are bringing back their guys i think it's a dub i mean you got you beat by yeah. do you get promotion every year i didn't think so <laughs> was it like it's it's just one season man like i don't know yeah you lost to the 8th seed but then that 18 no, well, I'm not even them, talking that about 18 that. means the like... finals. The farther that Miami Heat team made, made it look less worse on the Bucs. Oh, yeah. That's Especially when they go and beat Boston, who was like the <clears throat> yes. team the Bucs were so, supposed to face. Like, it's it'll be I, mean, I, I think it's good they got both of them back. I think that's a huge thing. And they got uh, Malik Beasley. Who's who, who now that he left the Lakers is going to be able to shoot. Uh huh. And then, yeah, I would call the Lakers winners. I think they're picking up a lot of they're a lot of leeway. Team fitting guys and younger team guys. fitting guys for sure. Like a lot of people, um, a lot of people that are going to fit around. Like it's it's just so those those guys that are going to be in when Bronze out. So you got like if you got only AD in there, I mean he, he can't really do it all. So you got like that's why you go to pick up Gabe Vincent. You got another point guard that can go in there or that can be in there with him. Be like Gabe Vincent, Austin Reeves, and then you go and get what Cam Reddish. Yeah, who's a project. Like, yeah, he's can fuck it. It's his regular season. He's still gonna play decent minutes. Like brought back Rui, Austin Reeves on Rui's his deal. Back, Austin Reeves back. I mean, yeah, it's everything looks good for them. Um, a loser could also be like, see, if you're bringing back your guys, I consider you not even a winner or a loser, but you're bringing back your guys. Like a lot of people had like the Kings getting like Kyle Kuzma or somebody because mm-hmm. they had all that cap, but. I can't be mad at him for just running the back with the same guys. And they got that, the like yeah. Euro league MVP guy who apparently is a dog. Um, but a loser of mine is definitely Philadelphia because they've done nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Not and it, it sucks because they're you're whole, going to like the nothing area. Yeah. If you're going to the nothing area, like the Sixers, like biggest thing they've done is bring in Pat Bev. You still don't know what James Harden, what you're going to do with that. He, Him and P.J. Tucker are rumored to go to the Clippers. And I'm like, what are you getting from the Clippers? Because they're going to want to keep P.G. and Kawhi. So what are you getting from the Clippers? You're getting a mm-hmm. bunch of role guys who, yeah, it could be cool in the regular season, but we've seen they're another star needed. And Damian Lillard doesn't want to go to Philly. So it's like, I think this is the last year Joel Embiid's in Philly, in my opinion. Portland. Uh, I don't think you could. I think he is going to be a Nick next offseason. That would be crazy. Yeah, but, but what, 
But what big stars actually do go to New York? Like we can hear this so much. KD, yeah. KD, Donovan Mitchell, Kyrie Irving, and LeBron are all supposed to be New York Knicks right now. My camera just turned off. They're all supposed to be New York Knicks right now. But I will say that New York team, when all those stars were available, wasn't the New York team now that kind of has an instilled culture and has more the playoff experience. Yes, playoff experience. I think pe- people want to play for this team now rather than back then. What do you mean? They went and got Dante DiVincenzo. That's all they need. Get your bag. That's all they need. That's all they need. Man, I was so sad. I knew he, because as soon as the season ended, I knew he was going to get paid. I knew he was going to leave. I I, I knew he was going to go somewhere. And he, and I love that fit in New York because he seems like Um, a Tibbs guy. I'm not going to lie. They they brought back, uh, they brought back Josh Hart. So they pretty much have that Villanova team. All they're missing is Mikael Bridges, and it's crazy because he's across the bridge. (laughs) Yep. Shout out to uh, Cam Johnson getting his bag. Got his bag, yeah. Got his bag. Shout out to him. There's a couple of people that you can make the shout outs to that just balled out last season. They deserve um, it. Am I going to say Bruce? Am I going to say Bruce Brown deserved that contract from the Pacers? Probably not. Pacers but, gonna be uh, sneaky next year. Uh, we always say this. And they got Obi. Okay. Then they're just, they okay. Then they're just not. Sure. They're, they're playing. Team oh, for playing. Sure. Playing. They're playing for, team sure. for sure. Yes. Yes. The playing. I don't know. I was a Pacer fan for like two years. Like we were just. We were just mid. No, nah, them in yeah. Atlanta in that playing game, 7-18 next year, fun to get crazy. Oh, man. When Trey Young gets traded to the Celtics midway through the season because they're nah. so bad. No, nah, when 2028, when Jeremy Grant's still making $32 million a year. Yeah, I got to – That's going to be insane. I am number one Jeremy Grant hater. I know. I'm oh, up there with you. I'm up there with you. He, yeah, he like got Jeremy that Grant contract. He single-handedly is the reason Dame wanted to leave, and I'm going to go Probably. Dame was probably just going to chill, run it. He, talking to the front office, he's like, all right, what are we doing? And they're like, all right, we're going to sign Jeremy we're gonna Grant. We're going to sign Jeremy Grant. Four year. So the first thing we're going to do, we're going to re-sign Jeremy and him. Fuck it, I'm out of here. See, like, like what are we okay. doing? See, like, the thing about the whole Dame situation is, and we can kind of dabble into it, like, I just don't understand the point of him waiting. So it makes <laughs> sense of, like, why you think that. Because, like, he could have just hit, bam. Right at the start of free agency, or like right at the draft, I won out. Then you got teams like Boston who have more money and more assets now, and you got the Warriors that now you wanted to go to the Warriors. Now the Warriors have Jordan Poole and picks and young talent to flip. But like now it's like, and you only pick the Miami Heat, so it's like all these teams are out of their money. All those teams are pretty much built teams now. Yeah, there's a couple good free agents out there still, but like, where realistically is he gonna go? Now they said they said it could take like weeks, bro, for this. Oh trade yeah, because it's so dumb. It's so dumb for him to want to go to Miami because he's only looking at it for his point of view. He's not looking at the Trailblazers' point of view because who the fuck are the Trailblazers going to get for him? If they weren't so guard heavy, they want Tyler Hero, but they are guard exactly. heavy. Exactly. They don't. They like here. All right, the Miami Miami's like all right. We're gonna throw in here's Caleb Martin, Tyler Hero, and a million picks. Be like no. That is Damian Lillard. We are giving you, bro. Give me Bam, and then they're gonna say no, and then that's that's what that, then it doesn't happen because that's, if you trade exactly Bam, what it is. If you trade Bam for Dame, then it's like, why are we even doing the trade? We'd be exactly. probably worse, honestly, without Bam because of the defensive. Like you then might you as have, well come then, to you might as well come to the Celtics. Come get fucking Robert Williams, Malcolm Brogdon, fucking, and every pick we have till twenty thirty. Boston has, like, I think Miami might have the worst package. I do, too. I think they have a terrible package. I think 
the Wolves have a way better package. Yes, you can get Cat in there. Wolves would be crazy. Wolves would be crazy. I think the Pelicans would be crazy because even, even if you move Zion or not. Philly would be crazy. Philly would be crazy. Like, but like even the, then he then like here's the what pisses me off. It's the whole I feel like from all the reports I've heard, like I, I don't know Damian Little personally, like all the stuff I've heard is like, oh, he doesn't want to go to a super team, blah, 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 this and that. Yeah, you're picking the Miami Heat who have went to the finals or the conference finals the past five seasons. I was like, they I'm add not you, saying they are I, a super team. Yes, I'm <laughs> not I'm not saying they're a super team right now. They add you, yes, they're probably the best team in the East. But like you're talking about, oh, I don't want to be on a super team and everything else. But like, you could go to the Pelicans and play with CJ and BI with all that young talent. You could go to Philly and play with Embiid. You can go to the Wolves and play with fucking Anthony Edwards. You can go to Boston and play with JT and them. But like, you're choosing only one team, and that and only choosing one team gives like every other team like no leverage. Yeah, he just like you have uh, no leverage. He has no leverage. Yes, I mean, uh, not even. So annoying. That's stupid that he's just like demanding his way towards you. If I'm them, like I'm just gonna trade for you anyway. And all right, just put your money where your mouth is. If you want to sit out, you can. Then fucking do it. I don't. Th- I don't think Damian Lillard's the type that's gonna sit out. See, no, he I think he would I don't, like just loves ball. I think he just likes the ball. I don't think he's gonna sit out just Apparently. because he gets traded to Philly instead of Miami. They were like his, him and his agent. Like it came out this morning that if you were trading for Damian Lillard, you get unhappy star. Yeah, that's what that's what him star. and that's what Man. him and his agent were talking about. But I doubt Damian Lillard would be super unhappy with playing with. Brandon I was gonna Ingram say, so you're just gonna McCall. pull, you're just gonna pull yeah, like a just, Simmons and be yeah. like a little fucking like a bitch about it, like, and you're just gonna just be don't... mad and everything. Be like, I don't think on. he would. I, just I think don't that's see him doing tactic. that. I don't see him doing that either. There's there's so so much, if they just fucked around and sent him to New Orleans, I think it'd be, I think he'd end up there, being fine. There's it. so much like little stuff that's gonna go into this, like all this bullshit and stuff that's gonna come out. Like I don't know, it's just the media is gonna hype this up so much. And I don't think weird. he goes to Miami. I don't think he I gets don't to either. Miami. I, don't I think they're gonna end up getting fed up, and it's gonna be like a couple weeks before the season, and they're gonna try to go get the best packers they probably can. You might as well. If I'm getting rid of Damian Lillard, a top a Top 75 player in the league. I mean, I am going to – or number 75 in the whole NBA or whatever. Like, in the, in I want, history. In history, in history yeah. yes. Like, I want something back. Like, I don't want – you can't just disrespect me and be like, hey, here's fucking Tyler Hero and this dude in a million picks when I don't give a fuck about the junior high kid who's going to get drafted in 2031. Like, I don't yeah. I don't want – I need players now. This is just the Bam, I need something. I need Caleb. I need you don't have Struce anymore. You don't have Vincent anymore. Like, if you want me there, you want Dame, like you better give me something. And even the the guys they had doesn't matter. Exactly. Like they're for one, they're years, they're like two years too late. And the timing is bad for this offseason. So it's terrible. This is the worst for the Trailblazers. It's the worst timing. If I was the Trailblazers, they're getting bullshitted right now. Oh, yeah. If 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 they end up getting like bullshitted, I don't know if there's like something that they can do out of it, but like, I don't know. I they already have if everything. They end up need. getting like shitted on and end up only getting like two first round picks out of Damian Lillard. I think that's a, a huge problem. I don't think they will because I think there's going to be a team that like, oh, they're saying all these unhappy motherfucking teams or unhappy star that they would get like. There's going to be a team desperate enough for Damian Lillard that's going to hit their line when they realize Miami doesn't have a good enough package. Like, 
I think the Wolves, like if you add Carl Anthony Towns, a stretch five, when you have all those slashing guards on that team and Scoot and Shane Sharp and Simon, be nasty. They would be they they would kickstart their rebuild for what they would get for Dame. Mm-hmm. But with Miami, oh, we got to flip Tyler Hero to this team. Then we're gonna get this back because if you're flipping Tyler Hero to that third team, that third team's not gonna give you anything crazy back because Miami doesn't have young talent to give you for Damian Lillard like other teams do. I would take Cat on the on the Trailblazers. He's still young, and you get a backcourt of Anthony Edwards and Damian Lillard, and you still got Rudy Gobert, and that's a great defensive team all around because mm-hmm. you get rid of Cat at your four. But, like, I just don't understand the whole picking one team. If anything, that hurts you instead of having three teams. And now the whole Warrior stuff that he wanted to go to bullshit. Yeah, I don't I don't believe that one bit. For one. And, and then we have the same damn near package that you would get from Miami with Jordan Poole. I mean, we got a good package, man. I mean, I don't know. You're I mean, getting... they, didn't, he didn't want De- they didn't want DeAndre Aiden? Okay. <laughs> You're getting. At They're trying the to get least. him and Nurk out of there, bro. You're They're trying get to get like Nurk's little 15 we'll take, out of there. Bro, yeah, we'll thank you. Jesus Christ, fucking. You're getting, I'm a Nurkic hater. You're, you're getting like JB from us, bro. You can go take fucking Robert. We'll flip Robert and Nurk, bro. Give us Nurk. Fuck it. Well, you guys can have Robert. Like, take Derek White, bro. Like, we take an ass load of picks. Like, if we have Damian Lillard, bro, it, and that's what it takes, bro, for you guys to not get fleeced by the Miami Heat. Like, let's just do it. I just think it's going to, like, Portland knows how val- – like, this is the best player in their franchise's history, arguably. So, I think they know how valuable he is and, like, they better. what they need because they have, like – this Portland rebuild could either be eight years or it could be two years. Yeah. With the paying like on the who Rockets. they get for Lillard. We keep talking about the Rockets. I think the Rockets Portland. needed culture. They needed, like, shout-out to Fred Van Fleet with the contract. But, like, you can say it's an overpay. They had to spend the money. Mm-hmm. And him and Dylan Brooks are going to make it so the wor- the Rockets have a culture. Same with Ime Udoka. They're going to have something to build on rather than what they've had the past two Dude, we years. Can, we can just hop into that. I don't think it's an overpay. I think I he think was go- I, fine. I think he was going to get too. that from whatever team was going to give him to him. Mm-hmm. He's what twenty? He's twenty nine years old. I get it. He's kind of old. How how long was it? Four years? Like one hundred twenty? It's only three, isn't it? Three three years. One twenty six. He's yeah. getting paid one twenty six. Getting paid cool. more than Kyrie. That's pretty right expensive, now. but whatever. I, I mean, mean like, that just gives it. that gives the Rockets like a veteran player who has championship like mentality, everything, an older guy that can help these young guys. Like he's a good shooter. There's nothing wrong with that. He's a decent playmaker. He's gonna start for you. It gives you some leeway to either have one of these younger guys come off the bench and help you a lot there, or you just flip one of them for someone some future assets. I don't know. I was I was hearing a lot of bad stuff about that contract. And I didn't, I didn't think it was terrible. I remember I when it, terrible, I remember yeah. when it happened. We actually talked about it, but like I've come to the mindset where they're like, "Oh, it's an overpay. Like they're still gonna be bad." But like the ten to fifteen plus wins that they're gonna get from Van Fleet and Dylan Brooks or whatever, mm-hmm. it's gonna be so much better for them than just being completely shit. Because when you win in anything, it becomes contagious. You fiend for it. I you think want Dylan that. Brooks. Dylan Brooks, like we can hate on him all he wants, but he's gonna have he's. The Rockets were a good. It was a good spot for him to go. It's they don't they didn't have a traditional three. They had Kenyon Martin Jr. who was starting at the three, who was actually a four with, with Jabari. And he's the Clippers Goon, now. and yeah, he's not even there anymore. So now you you can run a lineup with fucking Fred Van Fleet, KPJ, Dylan, uh, Jabari, and Sengun. You could have fucking Jalen Green come off the bench. 
I don't care how much he's going to bitch about it. He can come off the bench. One of them can come off the bench. They but, signed so, Jock Landale. They signed Jock Landale. Jock Landale is a backup. And Uncle Jeff. Jeff. Uncle yep, Jeff's there. Jeff. You got another winning mentality off the bench. Like, it's just, I don't know. You got You already have, like, a bucket getter off the bench in Jalen Green or KPJ, whoever they decide to go. But I don't think I don't think they're going to be bad. I don't think and the they going to be terrible. They got one of the Thompson's twins. So, I do think they're going to be. Thompson, be. they got a rookie. Another guy come off the bench. They're probably going to have – I I would think they have Thompson Twin come off the bench and go they Fred Van Fleet, Jalen Green, Dylan Brooks, Jabari, and then Sangoon. And then so you, you have, have KPJ come off the bench? KPJ, Thompson, you still got Tari Eason there. Um, You would have Landale off your bench, Jeff Green off your – I think whatever it's the record's win got, total is, I'm probably going to smack the over. It's very weird that they got Jack Landale when they have Usman Garuba, who is a project, but he was getting minutes last year. I don't know – why they just didn't I would have just saved the money on Jock. I will say that I don't see Jeff Green and Landell being on that roster. No, neither do I. I think a team's gonna win both of them. Probably especially Jeff Green. Yeah. Landell signed a four year contract. Yeah, Landell did was sign it a four years? Cra- yeah, it was yeah, four, he, four he year thirty two. He signed a crazy contract. I will say I so a little <laughs> weird. I think they did that in place of Sangoon because of his kind of defensive liabilities. I think just having somebody next to Sangoon off your bench, like Lando, who's going to give you a ton of fucking energy, is huge. So oh, yeah. four years. I don't know how old Lando is. Uh, not, he's pretty as old, young. not as old as you'd think. Probably yeah, mid-20s. No, I'm going to yeah. say 26, 27. Okay. Probably pretty close. Mm, might be I'm going th- actually, it might be a little high, to be honest. Mm, that's why we got Google. Chuck Landale is 27. Yeah, 26, 27. Okay. That's not bad. I mean, four years. I doubt he spends all four years in Houston. Yeah, no, yeah. But I, no, I doubt it. That's I mean, an underrated ass. Hey, let's go. Good job, Jock Landale. Four years, 32 mil. I like I like Jock when he was on the Spurs. Yeah. I was a, a Jock Landale fan when he was on the Spurs. Kind of boy. Glad he got his money. I'm, I'm going through the pickups. Like, see. Cause we know Cleveland fans like has our friends and like uh, the Max Struess deal. Like, how do we feel about Cleveland? I think Max Struess, that was a little, I think that was a tad overpay. What? Like where, what is he going to play? The three? See, I don't understand their problem with not going to get a three. I don't, I think bro, if they, anything, love, they this, love Isaac Okoro. I think like, if I don't anything, understand. this, this was like the time where you go get your three. I don't know why they just haven't traded Jared Allen yet. Trade Jared Allen. You need you need to trade Jared Allen to go get a three. Someone that's decent. Maybe like a Kelly. I think you just sign Kelly Oubre Jr. They don't even got to trade for him. I think I think that go would get be him. a great move for them. Like Isaac Okoro. You can even, if you just sign Kelly Oubre, Isaac Okoro can stay on the team. He just come off the bench. Like it Kelly does. Oubre would help them a lot. It does suck because like, all the Jared Allen, yeah, he's probably going to get traded because I think Evan Mobley's more of a five anyways. I think that's where he fits. I think if Evan Mobley can put on at least 10 more pounds or like five more pounds of muscle, he'll be a force. But he's going to be – for a little bit, he might get a little yeah, but, but because he's a little skinny. But I think it'll help him a lot to play the play the five. Mm-hmm. Help them. It'll help their team a bunch for him to play there. It's just like – so like looking at their signings, like you get – Niang, Struess, right? Oh, Niang, you brought back Karis LeVert. You got Struess, and that was really it. Guys yeah. that are still kind of tweeners, like Max Struess, he's more of a two than a three. Niang, I don't. 
I ain't got no words for Niang. That's just a bench. That's a bench pickup. Yeah, that's a bench pickup. I understand that. But then that's it's a, like that's a shooting off the bench. But then it's like an underrated pickup for them. But I like them with the Nets. I think they could have got Alani Walker on a Alani cheap Walker. to play day three. I think that would have been a nice little pickup for them, but they didn't. Now they're still at the same spot they were last year with a bunch of tweeners. I think yeah. in in game it'll be a lot different. Yeah, for them to run like Struce at the three, like I know it's a, it's the same thing with Memphis. Like I gotta keep the same energy. Like them running them at the three, like that's just basically moving like Desmond Bain at the three, and like you just don't want that. And like Struce, I don't know how tall Struce is. What six three? Probably six, like four? six five. Oh god. I will say, I will say, like to kind of argue that point, like you have. A way better defensive group with Ja, Desmond, and Smart. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Garland, D. Mitch, and Max Schroes. I think you have three way better defenders than those three on the opposite side. That's why I think Memphis can get away with it. And it's like they kind of have like the same team almost because you got Triple J and then you got Mobley and then you got Steven Adams and you got Allen. But like, oh my God. I trust right now, like Memphis's defensive core more than Cleveland's, and I think Cleveland Memphis just is needs gonna get that Brandon three. Clark back. Yeah, it's like I think Kelly Oubre would fit perfect in Cleveland because yeah. he would still be able to get his shots, and they could get him for the cheap because it's how far are we into free agency now? They can get probably get it for cheap, but like they still are in kind of like the same spot. But like I can't say it's like a bad thing. Like I like. The Karis LeVert contract, you can love it or you can hate it. I, I don't mind it. I know Cavs fans rip Karis LeVert to shreds. So I, I think Karis LeVert has his, like, has his time because he is another shot creator. And I do like his fit because he can also move to your one at times when you have, like, mm-hmm. say, like, Garland misses a couple games. Like, you he can have trust with the ball handle and shot creator and Karis LeVert. That's why I wasn't too mad at the contract. But them not getting a three is just crazy. I I... Especially in this kind of free agency oh, class, I, I damn near want to put them at it as a loser, as one of the losers who did make pickups at free agency. Like signing, I Max think you Struce could. Kind of just like you confuses you. Like it's like, it just makes the decision a little harder. Like, because you paid Max a little bit of a bag, and so you don't want to want to, yeah, like. So I don't know. It's very. And you have a Coro like. Maybe they go sign Calubre. Maybe they go sign, or you get a three out of Jared Allen. Maybe that's what they're waiting on. Maybe that's kind of their like, all right, we're trading Allen. We don't want a center because we were moving Mobley there. We want Mm -hmm. either somebody who can play the three and the four. It's just tough because like Okoro played so bad last season. Like it's just it's just his shooting. He can't shoot the ball consistently. He cannot, and it's very very weird. Um, That's a very weird situation that they're going to be in. Mm. I would say my losers are Philly, Chicago for kind of doing nothing. Because yeah. I think Chicago, yeah, this no, would have been a good yeah. offseason for Chicago to like, all right, Boos, we're getting you out of here, but they're going to sign to the extendo if they didn't already. I think DeMar could have definitely moved in this offseason. I think they're going to wait too late on that. Um, Cavs are up there as a loser. I think everybody else is not even a loser, in my opinion. I think everybody, every other team in the league really got better. Like, when we talked about it, when the Rockets and the Spurs, like, who's going to be that team that's worse? I think uh-huh. Detroit marginally got better. Like, they still got Bogey, who's a stretch four, who could 
who averaged 20 for them last year that could still flip for another young guy. I think they had I a W. About Detroit. I think they could be a team that gets better. Indiana's going to get better. The Spurs are going to get better. Houston's going to get better. Like the only and even like Portland, even Portland has still a good roster. Yeah, they do. Have and what they get back roster. for Damian Lillard, whatever that is, we still don't know. Like even Orlando's still good. Like we're in a league right now where there isn't one defiant bad bad team. Yeah. And even we'll I guess the only bad team is Charlotte. Yeah. Ugh. I think Charlotte's still a couple steps behind are they like, even in Orlando. Bad? See, now they're like going to have Miles back. Bridges this year. Yeah, and then they're going to get yeah. Lamelo back, who was basically hurt all last season. Yep. Like, I'm okay, not all last season, but he was hurt for a majority. Majority, of the majority of it. You still have Terry Rozier. Gordon Hayward's still going to be there, which makes no fucking sense. Gordon Hayward needs to leave Charlotte. I would say he'd be he, gone, he but does not. Was... He needs to go to the Cavs. Like he like he doesn't fit their timeline at all. So he doesn't really fit the Cavs timeline at all either. But him and the Hornets doesn't make any sense. So I don't know. It's gonna be very interesting to see what the Hornets do because Lamelo did just sign the extension. Now they got him locked up for a very very long time. Uh, Terry Rozier's still there. I mean, I'm trying to think. Did they draft other. Brandon Miller? Yeah, Brandon Miller is stinking. Yeah, it he's up playing like shit. Yeah. I, I know go, he's play two I'm not games. gonna look. I'm not gonna look into two it too much. I'm not going to look into it too 14 much. 14 fouls in two games? Are you shitting me? Well, I didn't even know you could go over the foul limit in Summer League. That's kind of crazy. Abaji, Abaji fouled out in Summer League yesterday. He had 10 fouls. But he also had, but he also was he had the like, number two pick in the draft? No, he, went, he, so. was with, he was with Cleveland. He was a lotto for sure because he went to Kansas when they won it. And he was a lotto. And then he got traded for the Lori shit. You said he finally fouled out with 10 fouls? Yeah, they get it's like oh, after that, 10. it's like a free or it's like every foul you get after that is a free throw or something. Oh, my God. Or free throws, like no matter what. Ten fouls is crazy. Oh, another kind of like arguable I winner, loser, kind of like the Hawks, because they haven't really made anything crazy. They finally traded John it's Collins to, to the John Collins to finally the beat the trade allegations. He oh finally beat him. But, but even the then, jazz, sadly, then they get. DeJounte his bag. It's like four years 120, which is good for him. Which is interesting. I mean it's only 30 a year. That's what does that mean? That's not bad. You think, you I think, think they're gonna try to you think that they're gonna try to make him their number one? No. I think that I think that's all smoke in Atlanta. Mm. In my I've always thought the trading Trey Young shit was if you're all Trey, smoke. if you're Trey Young, you think of there you're like, hmm. He no. got extended. Well, no, you know. gave up all those picks for him. I would think you would want to extend him for more than two seasons. Yeah, I don't know, man. I and then you get rid of John Collins. Nah, I think if anything, it helps them because now they don't have John Collins, and then you have Hunt, then you have Trey, Dejounte, DeAndre Hunter, and then you have Jalen Johnson, who's out of Duke, who they probably should have been playing over John Collins, and then now you have Clint Capella and, and Kong Wu, but on your I think there's another team like it sucks to say like I feel like they're like the Bulls where like I really could have seen them like going and making that move that kind of all in move like going and getting somebody but like they kind of stayed pat kind of like I'm I'm happy the Kings stayed pat because I would hate for the Kings to go out and make some crazy ass acquisition and then it fucks everything all up because I think people are going to want to come to the Kings in like a couple years when there is a crazy free agency class. Cause this free agency class wasn't anything <laughs> has the past couple years. Like yeah. I mean, Jeremy, Jeremy Grant's like the biggest like payday damn near just in terms right of longevity now, yeah. and like how much money it was for the five years. Yeah. 
but this free agency class kind of obviously offseason is probably the most entertaining in basketball sense. Like I think the NBA has the best free offseason. Just because of day like day to day, like the shit that happens as soon as free agency turns on is crazy. Yeah. It's between I don't know, football is pretty cool too. More I think sit out in football. Yeah. Which makes it I feel like everything happens. Because so football has the franchise tag. And True. basketball doesn't. So the franchise tag takes away people getting money. So people get mad when they get no money. So then they sit out. Like Saquon and Josh Jacobs should do, which is a different topic. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we're kind of all caught up. I mean, there's still like the Dame Little trade that happened, which I, I have no idea when uh-huh. that's going to happen. There's still a couple free agents like Man. Christian Wood, Oubre, Will Barton, Sarge, who's been linked to the Warriors. Kendrick Nunn, who I'm your, surprised. Uh, what was your takeaways from the draft? Ooh. Um, kind of has expected. I think long term. Nothing crazy happened, you thought? Cam Whitmore sliding because of what we heard of bad interviews and kind of bad workouts. I think him sliding down to 20 is crazy. That's kind of crazy. I can see him. Okay, he slid out a lottery, still went to the first team that didn't have his lotto pick or whatever. Like, I think that was crazy. I think I don't <laughs> think Brandon Miller is going to be a bust, but they're going to say he's a bust in terms of how good Scoot Henderson's going to be. I can see they Brandon Miller still being a good. So sl- bad. I think Brandon Miller is going to be a, still a good player in the league, but I think Scoot is like that guy. Like I said, Scoot, Scoot is going to be crazy, bro. It's going to be him and it's going to be like a Zion and Josh situation <laughs> because like you have Wemby and Scoot. Yeah, and like it's gonna be them bet just battling for rookie of the year, and then you're gonna like, have hopefully RJ, both of them stay. Then you're gonna have R.J. Barrett and Brandon Miller. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what it is. But so, I, it's I, very interesting. The main takeaway I've had is like, how did people not re- learn from what the Warriors <laughs> did? I am going on Twitter and seeing the graphic of James Wiseman, Lamelo, and Anthony Edwards, though the top three picks in that draft, and I'm like, wow, Golden State over there drafting for fit, and I was a big draft for fit guy. Yeah, I so was. was I. I was a big draft for fit guy, especially at that time. Warriors needed a center, blah, blah, blah. James mm-hmm. Wiseman, blue chip prospect, whatever. But like at this point in time, you got to learn from what the Warriors that he's not even on their fucking team anymore. He's in Detroit. They flipped him for second rounders. If I'm the Hornets, I'm like, all right, fuck the fit. We're going to get terrorizing your ass out of here and we're going to go draft school. Henderson. Best, we're we're going to go best player available. Yes, we're going like. to go best player available. But it's like I said, I think in comparison, I think Brandon Miller is still going to be good, but in comparison to Scoot, I think it's going to be that's where the people are going to talk. It's just they're going to get compared all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. Like when you go that high, you're going to mm-hmm. get compared to the people who went before you. Or you're going to get compared to everybody. So I think it'll be very interesting because um, they're probably going to have him come off the bench, I would assume. No, they're like going to start. start. They're probably. You think? Mm-hmm. I always forget they have fucking Gordon Hayward. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like Gordon Hayward is a fucking wrench, bro. They might. Like, they. Do you start with the four and just have him get fucking bodied by someone? I like, all know. right, welcome to the league, man. Like, I don't know. Cool, because they don't even have um, PJ Washington still a free agent and Kelly Uber yeah. still a free agent. So he, and they don't have Mason Plumlee. No and they don't. Fuck. I mean, they got Nick Richards though. No, they're gonna be bad. Yeah, but. <laughs> One of the biggest W that, like, I saw, like, when we were watching it, like, 
I think the Mavs trading back, getting Rashawn Holmes, like we talked about earlier, and Lively. I think those are two, that was like the seal of the drafts, trading back, getting for Yeah, for getting Holmes mm-hmm. is still going to be a great player for them. And Lively, I think that was huge. I I do like the Warriors pick for some. Mm, I, <laughs> the one, you don't even know his name. Because I, I don't want to mispronounce his name. That's the thing. Oh, okay, okay. So you got that. You got. I don't even, I couldn't tell you who the Celtics drafted. No so idea. His, but like oh, we got that bald dude from Arkansas. Walsh is that his last name? <laughs> I don't know. He played. I think bald. it is Walsh. He's bald. I just know that. I'm because <laughs> I was more so shocked when a bunch of those teams like the Warriors and Parker Zemski from uh, yeah. Santa Clara. That's who we drafted. He was supposed to be kind of like our Divincenzo replacement. He can shoot. He's older, but. I think if if we could have got like Cam Whitmore, I do like our last pick in the draft though, Jackson Davis out of Indy. Oh yeah, I do like no, that. You guys pick. Didn't We've even already pick him. You didn't even pick him. You signed him. Yeah, we signed him. Well, no, we. Picked I, him. I remember him. I don't think you did. We picked him. I think we traded into the draft to pick him. It was like in the late. I, I do remember pick. him. I do remember him tweeting something. That's why I say this. Yeah, he said like him. you guys are gonna regret it or something. Uh huh. That's why I think he. I think you guys might have signed him right off the like. And we signed him for four years. But really? Yeah, signed him for four years. And that's got to be a sign off of undrafted. He, um, he's somebody I could see being in the rotation from day one because he's somebody who can do a little bit It'll of everything like, and he's older. Yeah. So I would say he'd be like your Kuzma or not Kuzma, your uh, Kaminga role, but like y'all still have him. I think so like, he can be a little bit. I think he, they can I mean, play. He together. can take the pressure off fucking Draymond because he can Draymond's do a little good. bit of everything. And he fills that need for us at like kind of that small ball five and that four spot. Hey, give him a couple years, man. If he he might he might be pulling the the Kevon Looney load. Low key, I I like I had, thought we came away with a W. I did think like man, like us and the Lakers. I was like, man, can Whitmore slide? Do we just fuck it, take him? Like he was a lotto pick. Do we like? Because I just that was surprising. There wasn't too many surprises in the draft. No, I thought the draft went pretty according to plan. Besides the Pacers taking that one French dude. But then he ended up going to a Washington because he got traded. Yeah. And um, teammate. I guess Anthony Black was a little surprising just because of how many guards are on Orlando. Because when we were watching it live, it was like, um, it feels like forever. It's so weird. Now. Orlando just keeps drafting guards. I don't understand. But like at the same time, who were like at that time, I'm like, man, who are they going to draft? They got Paolo. Their like forward spot is set really, and then they just like, kind of need to figure out the just one and two. Fill out your bench, man. Like I with, think Anthony Black could. I think Anthony Black could really take one of those spots. I could definitely see like well, you got Anthony Suggs, Fultz, and now Black. I think Fultz and Black are safe. I think Suggs and Anthony. Oh, are Fultz people. is safe. He's Fultz is probably going to be your starter. Yeah, and then they're probably going to if someone moves, it's Suggs. Yeah, I think Suggs and moves over anybody. Cole Anthony is a really good point guard to come off the bench, and they just let go of Bobo. And the Spurs can do the funniest thing ever in the world if they sign Bobo. It'd be fucking hilarious. They'd have him and Wemby. That'd be insane. Oh my I, god! Imagine both of them on the court together. <laughs> <laughs> Because Summer League, in my eyes, doesn't start till they get to Vegas, and they get to Vegas on Friday or tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, like, tomorrow... Is that when, when the playoff ma- starts? No, this is when, like, they get to Vegas, and they, this is where, like, the Summer oh, League... A- actually, like, it is. Yes. 
So, like, you get Brandon Miller versus Vic tomorrow at 8. God. So you get that, and that's his debut, so it's going to be fucking crazy. It's going to be packed. He said he wasn't, yeah, he said he wasn't going to play, like, crazy, but he said that he was going to play a couple games. Does not play like crazy, like, bro, like. That's what he said. He said he didn't, like, he said he wasn't going to play, like, the whole summer league. But he said he was gonna get like he was gonna get some minutes. In. Shit like that bothers me, in my opinion. He should play. I think why why wouldn't you play? You're a you're like yeah cool. You're supposed to be this. You're not there yet. Be like everybody else and play every fucking summer league game All that I'm you possibly can. When, when Chet Holmgren wins Rookie of the Year, bro, just come back to this podcast. Ooh, sneaky oh, sneaky bet. Oh, sneaky exactly. Bet. Y'all oh didn't think about that. Y'all didn't think about that. You're kind of insane. No, I when Chet Holmgren wins Rookie of the Year, y'all are gonna be like, wow. I think he's just su- in a, such a better situation off rip than Wimby's gonna be in OKC. But I do. That's gonna be a sneak. That's that's a sneaky bet right there on Fanduel. I promise you. When I look at the odds about Chet Holmgren for MVP. Or rookie, he's gonna year. pull. Uh, he's gonna pull a fucking uh, Ben Simmons. He's gonna pull a Blake Griffin. All these guys that sat out the first year, and then they're gonna come out and win the rookie, win the rookie of the year. I just think that I'm not saying that like he Vic needs to go out here and just bust ass in like every single summer league game, but like at least give us like three Something. to five games of summer league play. Don't give us like tomorrow night and then you all oh, you out. You, now all of a sudden he's playing Scoot Henderson on like the next couple of days and he's not. Oh, Vic ain't playing. Then like shit like that, but. There is some motherfuckers that shouldn't be in the summer league. Keegan <laughs> Murray, Keegan Murray is a playoff no starter. He had forty-one <laughs> points. There's no reason. No shot. He should be playing right now. In the I summer saw that league. shit on Twitter, bro. They're like, "Why is this dude in the like summer league?" Um, like, it is funny to have him. And he's just young. That's why they're like, yeah. they're, that, he'll that probably be like one of the only games. And they were play. in, they were in Sacramento. Yeah. So you know, we don't even know. Keegan could have walked up and be like, "Hey, let me play." Like, yeah. I want to play. I want to hoop. I think uh, like I'm, I'm bored. Let me play. I'm bored. Yeah, let me play. J-Dub. I don't know. Yeah, Jalen Williams. He probably shouldn't be playing. Oh, yeah. shout out to, um, see, I don't, miss, I don't want, yeah, Trey Man, but I don't want to mispronounce his name from the Heat, from UCLA. Uh, Hawkes. Hawkes, yes. He's, he's somebody who the Miami Heat are going to, like, play day one. If they have he Jovic. He slammed on that yes. one, dude. He fucking. Yo, he, Jovic, that was the game I was actually watching because he. Hakez airballed the first shot. Nice. His first shot. But like looking at it, I think if they bring Jovic and him off the bench, because he's ready. He he looks like Jovic NBA is ready. ready. Guy. Yes. Him, both of them seem fucking ready for next year. And I think now with Miami kind of losing Vincent and uh Shrews, they're gonna be getting a lot of those minutes. But like all the good games start Friday. Like yeah. that's where you see all like because all the teams play now. All I'm like, saying is, last year I think Peyton Pritchard had 50 points in the summer league. No, the best summer league memory I've had is watching. Lonzo. No, watching Josh Hart put on an absolute fucking show for some reason on the Lakers. I remember Lonzo when that was when the Lakers won, and Lonzo won. That was him. That was like him, Josh Hart, Akuzma, uh, and that was when they were on the Lakers and they no, won. All, fucking, no, they won it, and he won no, MVP. The, I know the roster. It was Lonzo, Jay Hart. B.I., yep. um, probably Randall, Caruso, um, Kuzma, Zubak. God, that was the team because they made like a post about it, like ESPN made a post about it or something. Crazy lineup. 
But this, I'm interested to see everybody, like, I, because like I said, I don't feel like Summer League officially starts till they in Vegas. I feel like that's when, like, all the eyes are on Summer League. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see, like, because we've already played two games, but I'm excited to see the rest of the league's teams play. I don't and, know like, if we've played any. You guys haven't. Honestly, like, I don't think I, – I would have seen it by now. Like, Chet Holmgren, I – I do like that pick for rookie of the year. I think he his transition is going to be so much smoother than Vic's because I think with all the hype Vic has, I think people are going to come after him for real. And I think it's going to be an adjustment for him. Like, I wouldn't be shocked if Vic had kind of like that Lonzo Ball treatment because the schedule hasn't dropped. Because remember when Lonzo Ball's first game, he played Pat Bev. Yeah, and he got fucking shoved and around. Pat, yes, and he got shoved. I wouldn't be surprised because I don't know their schedule yet. Their first game could be against somebody like – like say it wouldn't be the Sixers, but say somebody they play like the Sixers or something when they his matchup is like going against like a Joel Embiid or like one of the top two uh-huh. guys in the league at his position. So I think he I think that's why his like rookie of the year case isn't going to be as strong as Chet because I think Chet's in the perfect situation to win it in OKC. Chet, I think Chet's gonna hoop. He's gonna do good. I think he's coming back. He he was super cocky last year talking about how he was going to win rookie of the year and be the best player in the league and everything. And then he got hurt. Put on muscle. He put on some muscle. What was it, like 13 pounds or something? Yeah. Something weird. Not 13 pounds of muscle, but 13 pounds in general. I think he's just like, he, man, I don't know. I think he's going to be good. protection. He's got to give them great room protection. It's going to mm-hmm. be, I think it's going to be a race between, I ain't going to count scoot out yet because they're still got to move Damian Lillard. I think, I think that would be a good spot for scoot. But I think the race is going to be between Chet, Vic, and I'm honestly going to say uh, Amen Thompson from Detroit. I think those are going to be yeah. the three. Amen Thompson is, like, perfect for Detroit because they got a three. Like, he'll play the three for them, and, like, it'll just help them so much. Like, Detroit's starting lineup is going to be, like, low-key very fucking crazy. It's going to be like Ivy. It's going to be Cade, Cade, Ivy. Thompson, Bagley, Wiseman. No, they're gonna have Bogdanovich at the. Fuck, I wouldn't start him. I would start. I'm, Bogdanovich. Starting, I'm starting Bagley. I'm starting Martin Bagley over him. Man, stop talking about Bag. No, no, no. Bag God was put on for his city in Detroit. They just didn't use him right in, in Sacramento. I understand. Nah, nah, this. So when you're looking to bet Detroit Pistons players rebounds, is it gonna be Bagley, Duran, Wiseman, no, 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 or no. Stewart? Bagley's <laughs> points. Bagley is strictly bucket getter. He is points. Rebounds is probably Stewart, but like if they start him at the four, some of these games, then you're then you're out, then you're out. But then, then if Durant's Durant. at the five, then you, when it's six and a half, you're taking it because he's gonna get it. When Jason Tatum's line is eight and a half, seven and a half every fucking game, and he averages twelve, you're gonna take it. Nah, they're Detroit really got Bagley and Wiseman. I was like, y'all gotta be something. Yeah. Y'all gotta be something. Bagley was part of the biggest parlay I've ever hit, and I had his points, which was fucking fire. Mm-hmm. But you guys want to wrap it up there? Sure. That works. For sure. Thank you guys for tuning into the Braille Talk podcast. Hope to see you tuned in future episodes.